Welcome to the Dream Hustlers Podcast, authentic and unfiltered advice on how to build your dream business online. I'm your host, Shana Recker, business and mindset coach. I teach women how to turn their passion into their purpose and make a profit online. My guests and I keep everything super real here for you with our stories, our tips, and advice. Welcome to today's episode. Okay, so before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to ask the question, how many of you listening right now are super passionate about something, something so important to you in your life that you've actually thought about creating a business around it? Maybe coaching, online programs, or perhaps a personal blog. You've got this idea, but you don't know the first thing about how to get it started. And let's be honest, the idea of putting yourself out there is scary AF. Girl, I totally get it. I know exactly how you feel because I was in that space four years ago, not knowing if I would be good enough or if anyone would even follow me. What's an email list? How do I build a website? Opt-ins, funnels, all the things just made me crazy. I knew I wanted to be an online coach, but I didn't know how to put all the pieces together. I felt the confusion and the fears, but I also felt the pull. Daily, the idea that I wanted to start this online business consumed me which is finally why I got the help I needed and I got started. This is the exact reason why I created the Dream Hustle School, my 12 week group coaching program to help new entrepreneurs build a solid foundation with the websites, the social media, the opt-ins, the email list. I walk you through all of the steps one by one so you can do the work and start calling in your clients. To learn more about how you can join the spring edition of the Dream Hustler School, head over to shanarecker.com and apply for your spot. Spaces are limited and you guys, this will sell out. Or if you have questions, just shoot me a message at shanaiz at shanarecker.com and let's chat. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of the Dream Hustlers podcast. We are taking this a little different today and I'm really excited to bring my friend Lisa Lopez to the podcast today. Um, Lisa, you guys, I met Lisa actually, I don't know, maybe about a month ago. I've been following her on Instagram. She's nine of water. We're going to give you all the the links and stuff to find her at the end here. But um, she is, she's somebody that I've been super drawn to just by watching her posts on Facebook and Instagram. And she is a Reiki master. She practices Western astrology. She um, also does crystal tones, now, if I mess this up, please know that I'm trying hard. <laughs> crystal Tones Alchemy Bowl. She's a Crystal Tones Alchemy Bowl sound practitioner. She's an energy therapist, an oracle, an oracle of wisdom. In her healing practice, she combines different modalities to assist individuals and groups to overcome the obstacles that are preventing them from reaching their highest potential in life in all areas, which I love that, um, which is health, relationship, career, abundance, and spiritual path. Uh, when she's not in practice, she runs Honestly, you guys, it is the most beautiful alchemy boutique in the heart of my hometown, London, Ontario, where she offers specialized ritual tools to assist you on your journey. So welcome, Lisa, to the podcast. I'm super excited to be here. I know. It's like we've only really like had two interactions today. And when I came to see you for my treatment, which I loved. Um, and instantly fell in love with you. You're just so amazing. And you're so spiritual. I'm so drawn to all the things that you offer and share. And I really wanted to share you on the podcast because I think it's important as entrepreneurs, like we get so busy in the hustle and we don't take the time to literally go inward and connect. Totally. Right. Yeah. And that's why I came to see you. Body, mind, spirit, right? Like 
the you know it's interesting because spirit is spiritless spiritus i'm going to butcher that a little bit but it's spiritus in latin which actually means to breathe yeah so every time we're taking that breath in it's just that extra breath of spirit right yeah. spirit to, to navigate us which is tends to be our our gut intuition right we need that breath yeah to, and i think right? we we don't take time to listen to that. I think a lot, a lot of times as entrepreneurs to slow down, to breathe, to connect inward, to find the answers because everything we need is within us. All the answers, right? Well, yeah. I love it. Just take that time to remember because everything is a duality, right? So we're going to hustle on one side, but then for every hour that we hustle, we need that hour of downtime, like it's that you know, extreme love to extreme fear. Right. That's where the duality is. And we have to bring that into practice and into balance. And that's kind of where someone of my nature comes in as a reminder, you know, teach what you need to know. I, you know, as we said before we even came on, I was having a, a crappy <laughs> day today. Right. So it's that, you know, what am I going to do today for self care to even just slow down that monkey mind too? Cause we'll, we're always affected. Yeah. So it's just peeling away what that is that we need to. Uh, such such a good reminder. I love that duality thing to think about that. And I want to hear your story, how you got started in this in a second here, but just to touch on that before I lose the thought, cause that happens sometimes, um, is that whole reminder of like, of making sure you like, if you're in the hustle or in the grind or you're in the one space to make sure you flip and do the other. Is that how you mean? Like a hundred percent, like we've discussed this. I, I, I can't remember if we've discussed it a lot of the time, 95% of the time, I forget what I'm even regurgitating because it's just spirit coming through in all honesty when I'm in, in a session. So it's these everyday um, chats that I have that, I, you know, it's hard to remember, but it really is. We're in the circle of love or we're in the circle of fear. And this is Carl Jung's work, right? Mm-hmm. Like psychiatry 101. This goes back to like early 1900s. You're either in love or you're in fear. And love can be grace, um, acceptance, understanding, whatever adjective you want to use for love. That's all that really exists. But mm-hmm. On the shadow side or on the duality side, there is going to be fear. There's going to be self-doubt. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the imp- as you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, we we all struggle with a form of imposter syndrome. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we have to play and go. Wait a second. No, I'm 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 worthy and and I've gotten love to share unconditionally. So that would be where that the fear comes into play. So it's like honor, honor for no with no judgment and no shame for self those feelings of fear and then bring it back to love because that's how the pendulum sways, right? It's going to sway back and forth. So if you can remember circle of love, circle of fear, honor those feelings. Where, what circle am I in right now? Yeah. And then move from one to the other. Like, and as an instance, like last night, so I'm in the middle of launching one of my, my, my signature program. And I always feel that like anxiety in the launch process of like, what if nobody shows? Like, what if nothing, like, what if this doesn't happen? And, and so you get it, you, you literally do, you feel that fear and anxiety, which I think is totally normal. Anytime an entrepreneur launches anything out in the space, no matter who you are, I know you feel that. So last night I literally had to put myself, I was like, I said to my husband after dinner, I'm like, I need to go have a bath. And I literally sat in the bathtub and I just, I, all I did was ran through things in my head that I was grateful for. So it was like putting myself out of the anxiety into, you know, and and it's, and it's interesting that you say that because anxiety, I'm going to touch on two things. Anxiety is super normal. It's been such misdiagnosed, right? Because it's, you know, Western medicine, it's like, you know, if you're nervous, something's wrong, you know, yada, yada, yada. But 
the anxiety is normal, right? It's telling us it's, it's the fear of the future. It's the excitement for the future. It's obviously misdiagnosed, right? So, you know, I, I, you know, I'm anxious today having this call, like, let's be realistic, right? It's, I've been doing this for over eight years out of the closet yeah. and I still get excited and I still get nervous. Every single time I've got something new coming in, I get excited to like, you know, kind of see what's happening and tap into yeah. what's going on and, sh- and, and help them with that paradigm shift. I'd be mm. lying if I didn't say I was anxious about that. I'm excited, right? Yeah. So I think that that's where the anxiety, again, it, it does put an extra skip in your step. Yeah. It's just how are you honoring that anxiety, right? Yeah. And then you're going to see, like, you know, as you're launching that, you, you're going to have to see all the judgments that you perceived for yourself. Mm-hmm. And they're going to come out as part of that emergence, right? So... It's interesting because I had a, I had two calls. I actually had three things on Sunday. It was a self-care day. I went to a houseplant workshop mm-hmm. at Grown Bloom downtown. Nice. Great. Houseplants 101. And I had a few phone calls. And one phone call showed me scarcity. Mm. And then and I thought, huh, why am I seeing that? Because everything's a mirror, right? Mm. So I thought, where am I right now in a state of lack that I'm seeing that? And then... I go to my, I go to the workshop, talk about plants and like fertilizer and soil and like what it means when your plants are a little bit, you know, tip, you know, super cool. And then on the, once that was done, I had a phone call and, and it was complete abundance. Like mm-hmm. so much so that I hung up and I, I don't know if you know about my connection with the number 333. I don't, I don't think we talked about that. No. Okay. So I posted it quite a bit, but I've been seeing the number 333 for years. Okay. And it's all about a set of masters, guidance, your protected body, mind, spirit, triangle, right? It has three equal sides, yeah. equality. And so I hung up the phone and she had followed up with a message about whatever we were planning. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the time, it was 333. Mm. And, I was, and I was on my way to the grocery store and I said in gratitude for about, I don't know, I think I drove for about 14 minutes. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. And I got to the grocery store and I was bawling <laughs> because I went from one extreme of fear, mm-hmm. of lack, right? Whatever that was that I needed to see. And that's, and then I went from, you know, a couple of hours later, experienced something I love to do. I put that oxygen mask on me first. I went to my house plant workshop, right? I was loving it, supporting your girlfriend. And then I got that phone call. That was complete abundance. So we have to see yeah. the fear, right? We have to see that duality of where are we limiting ourselves? Where are we not, what, however that needs to appear for everybody. And everybody's journey will be different as we peel back the layers. And I love that. And I, I also find too that when I do get myself kind of going in my head in that fear, sort of more anxiety place, is that if I just take myself out of the situation, whether it's going for a big long walk or like I said, going to have the bath or doing this thing, then there is always something that is like really positive or something good that happens when I come back. And I'm like, oh, look at there's a message here. There's a you know application thing okay. or whatever, right? And and how you do that is literally, yes, we're in our heads or so in fear. The only thing to really shift that is through gratitude mm-hmm. and joy. Mm. Right? So, and again, so that just brings us down to love, unconditional love and all that exists. So if you can bring yourself to, how do you want to feel? What's your why, right? What's the why behind the why? If you know, 
wait a second, no, I'm doing this for the greater good. Yeah. I'm sharing my grace. And then taking that time just to kind of get your head back in that vortex per se. And that's when the shift happens. I love that. I love that. So then I want to step back because I know you have just such so much wisdom and so much like there's so much energy that flies through you. And even just looking at the video for those of you guys who are maybe watching this on YouTube, there is actually like light all around you. It's it's really cool to see. I can't tone it down. I know it's there. I mean, there's a window, but it's the way it's resonating off you. So there's actual like like just so much great energy that comes from you. How did you know you had this, and when did you decide to turn this into a business? How does how did you step into your entrepreneurial role as as a, a guide and a mentor in this area? So I so I've always done I've always done this on a different I guess on a different level. I was always the one that was encouraging somebody to step up for themselves or stepping in if somebody's getting bullied or shifting a prognosis of some sort, right? Like I was, um, so that's always been like owning the divine feminine. That's always a part of who I was. And then once I got into like my teenage years and like early twenties, a lot of the time it was, um, stipend, right? I was, I was, whether or not I was muzzled, you know, always knowing more than I should. Cause I always knew more than I should. And I didn't realize that it was actually spirit coming through. Yeah. Um, so I kind of put that on the back burner a little bit. And then I have to say in 2004, 2005, 2006, I had a bit of a, an awakening and I, I just stepped into my truth of who I was. And then it was just the gifts. As soon as I was able to honor that, it just came in full, full fledged. Mm -hmm. Any opportunity I had to work with a spiritual healer, or a shaman or a psychic even you know it was super therapeutic i wasn't doing a lot of the it was almost like a mentorship of where it was going because i knew that there was something going on i just didn't know what it was mm -hmm. and i remember seeing um she's a dear friend of mine now and a mentor and i remember going to her for a reading and she said you know kiddo it's time to you for you to read me and i thought what i can't do that so that's kind of when i knew that i there was there was a gift to to be to to have it's happened and I worked in you know I worked at you know I worked in different areas corporate world right mm -hmm. where and I applied for a job and I wasn't you know I wasn't trained enough or I wasn't right for the job but then they would ask me to train the individual that the same job that I applied for right they asked me to train them I thought well I wasn't qualified for the job but you want me to train them so it's a really big lesson in me of speaking up for myself and my worth saying no no actually and and not being you know, always being the team player at my detriment, right? Yeah. So once I yeah. realized that at that point, that's when my awakening truly happened. And then I, I launched out of water when we moved out west. My mm -hmm. husband worked, um, he was a really big advocate for me and my gifts saying, you yeah. know, do, do this. Do it. And um, when we moved out west, he traveled a lot and we just had my daughter at the time. Yeah. So I financially, we didn't have, I didn't have to work right? Because he, he did really well and he traveled so much that it was hard for me to even have something that was, yeah, you need to yeah. So I, I stumbled on this really cute little shop and it was a metaphysical store. And that's where I got the inspiration for Nine of Water, the, the boutique itself, mm -hmm. um, was because it was uh, just a place of hope. You know, it was like mm -hmm. 200, like 2,500 square feet filled with crystals, sacred medicines, books, tarot cards, <laughs> vitamins, um, natural medicines like mushrooms and, yeah. and, um, yeah, just really cool fossilized, like, er, like 
you know, yeah. the, the tinctures and whatnot. So I went in there and I said, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do. And I'm looking for a part-time job. I'm, I was an oil wife, considered an oil wife there because I was in central Alberta. So very, yeah. Mark was a consultant. And um, there we go. That's kind of where it started. So you and started it was, working at their I started shop. Working there. Yeah, I started working there just in the shop itself. And then I, I was a Reiki, I was a Reiki actually level at that point. And then I had done some card readings. Mm-hmm. And then I was surrounded by medicine men, shamans. And then it was just, I, I was basically thrown into the fire. Yeah. And yeah, and, and then here we are. So once I became, I had a practice and some clients, I thought, I need a business name. So I would, I pulled a few tarot cards at the time and, yeah. and regards was for a client, a distance, you know, a friend or my husband or myself. I always pulled nine of cups. Mm. And Nine of Cups, um, it's interesting because I pulled, I wasn't sure if we were going to do this, but I did pull a few cards for us today. But oh, I love it. I didn't pull Nine of Cups, but today, but um, so Nine of Cups is, I should look it up in this deck. Well, why have you? But Nine of Cups is all about, if anybody does tarot, it's all about wishes come, like wishes fulfilled, celebrations, dreams come true. Um, and it was, it was constant. So I had one deck that was called, oh, here we go. I had one deck that was called Nine of Water. And um, water represents, so cups also represents our emotions in tarot. Okay. And water in this specific de- uh, deck was also flow, emotions, okay. water, humidity, yeah. and nine representing ending. So mm. basically it's like dreams come true, m- moving up. And so when I saw nine of water, I kept pulling that card. My husband's like, you know, that's a great name. And I thought, really? I'm not a spa. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's sticking. Something about it. So I just you know, kind of like wrote it, wrote it in and, and then it just stuck. So my tagline for the healing part is getting the issues out of your tissues because that's that. right. What we're doing. And then the alchemy boutique is the alchemy boutique. So now the cups, it's interesting. I don't know if you can I see guess, it really well. On well. YouTube, you can see the card, but it's gorgeous. First of all. And it's so got- this is the moon trial deck, but mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, again, so it's got all the cups and, and there's one chalice that's coming from heaven essentially. And that's the gift from God. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's kind of where, that's where the nine of water kind of came from because essentially that's what I'm doing in my practice. Yeah. Talk to the hopeless. I'm a ca- I, I realized that I did an online um, Google form um, a couple of weeks ago. So just first a new direction on where I'm going with my business and I'm doing like an online Yoni course coming up and yeah. online courses coming up. So I wanted a little bit of feedback because it's hard to explain myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, Somebody had wrote catalyst, period. Mm. And I thought, huh, yeah, I guess I am a catalyst for change, right? Yeah. Am I, I'm either going to lift you up or I'm going to spiral you back in the opposite yeah. direction. So that's it tends to be the synopsis of Night of Water. I love it. I love it. So then you started your own, in Out West, you started your own boutique. and yeah, my own, So own my own, my own uh, healing practice, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, here we are, eight years later. And still still going strong. Still going. I, love yeah. I love that. And so um, one of the things you said in your story there, how you stumbled upon that store. And I, I, I oh, as soon as you said that, I was like, that wasn't an accident. No, like, there was no. brought to that store for a reason. Yeah. And it was because you were meant to do this. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And, and it was interesting because I remember even that store itself, um, I would drive by and I'd say to my husband, like, and we were, you know, I'd been in the city. I didn't know anybody. I think mm-hmm. he had, he had, he had introduced me online 
to one wife. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I, I literally just had, I just knew her. It was just, just by like, hey, yeah, I'm moving with my daughter, right? She's yeah. free. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was interesting because I said, you know, Marco, I got to go in that store. I got to go in that store. And one day he was just like, we're doing it. So yeah. he did a U-turn, literally. And we went in and he stayed in the car with Lydia. And I was in there for, we were in there for at least an hour. That's amazing. And, and, and then over the year that I was there, I realized that it was a space literally for people's wings to be unhinged, mm. right? And I thought, I, when we decided to come back, I thought, that's where I need to create in London. That's mm. going to be the synopsis of what the boutique is for people to come in when they're vulnerable. People coming in when they're vulnerable, I'm holding space, no guilt, you know, no shame, no judgment. Yeah. Tell me what's happening. Leave it here so that you're yeah. lighter when you walk out, yeah. right? And it's so true. When I came, it was like, I, I mean, I, I, you know, there was, you know, I had stuff, but it was like, I came and like the treatment and I just literally left feeling like calm. Like, I just felt like, you know, all of, cause I'm somebody who's like, uh, you know, I've been described as like bouncing balls in a gymnasium, yeah. like balls going everywhere. Everything's bouncing all over the place. And I truly some days <laughs> feel that. And yeah. it was like, it was like, you just like brought everything back, you know, into center for me. And it was just, it's, it felt so good. So can you share a little bit about that? Like what, what's, what kind like, what was the treatment sort of that you ran me through and, and why is it important for people to um, take the time to do this? Like what's happening in something like that? So not to get too much into the treatment, right? Yeah. Right? So I'll let you kind of govern that a little bit, but yeah. what I tend to do is have, you know, when someone um, reaches out, yeah, they're ready for change. There's, we're not in victim mentality anymore. We're not in lack. We're not in fear. It's yeah. like this is this is the shitstorm that I'm in. Yeah, and I'm ready to change it. And this is where I, this is where I'm, this is where I'm not good at. This is where I'm really good at. And this is, you know, people are are realizing that we are our own creators. Yeah, we are co-creating with spirit. Mm. and so I tend to have that tends to be my client base right mm -hmm. it's like this is where it's, I've gone wrong so we're able to say you know this is where I've been in ego this is where I've been in denial how can I again shift me back to the circle of love mm -hmm. so I like to take you know I, I'll do like a little bit of a numerology aspect or a, I'll do like a really s small astrology we didn't get to do that part because we got mm -hmm. chatting but I tend to look at the astrology chart or I'll use a few different divinational tools based on where someone's comfort level is mm. right because all roads lead home mm -hmm. it's just which method are we going to use for you yeah right? so i'll tend to do a little everything that we struggle with whether or not it's a dis-ease mm -hmm. you know somebody comes to see me with an ingrown toenail or yeah. they're you know they're used to ingrown toenails that's there's some sort of guilt associated with moving forward uh -huh. if somebody has lots of cysts for example they're holding on to lots of female hurts because our, our uterus represents our emotions and we create our babies, we create our ideas here. Mm. So I tend to do a little head to toe scan. What's happening from a, an element standpoint mm. and what is it, you know, what does that mean for you mentally and spiritually and emotionally? Mm. And then once there's that level of awareness of what needs to be shifted, that's kind of where the, uh, the that's when somebody essentially comes into that awareness of self, mm. self-realization at the, at the, and then I come in and I just kind of clear out what needs to be cleared out. And then you're doing the work, moving yourself forward with essentially what spirit brings through. 
Mm. And then the physical attributes, of course, right? Like there's, there's science behind that, logic behind that. Yeah, the Reiki part, like you were doing the Reiki, because you did, like you had crystals on and there so, were the... the so moon. I didn't really do crystals on you. Okay, no, just, no, you did the oils, oils, I think it was. Yeah, I just used, um, I think I did, I can't remember which one I used on you. Sometimes I'll use, I, I, I do t- I'm sorry, Young Loving Lover. Yeah. So I tend to use a lot of their feeling lines. So whether or not it's like a highest potential or a forgiveness, if someone's going on to lots of rage or resentment or anger, you know, they'll need some extra forgiveness. Mm. So through Reiki treatment, treatment or body talk or, again, that awareness of self, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, we're, we're igniting that, almost triggering it so that we can release it. We don't stop here. We stop four feet outside of our body. Mm. So whether or not it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, I'm going to trigger that emotion. So if it's shame that you're holding on to, we hold shame in our throat. So I'm going to do a little bit of um, triggering there, and then we're going to release it. So that's kind of where you feel out the little pullout that I'm doing. Mm. And based on where I get blocked is where you're blocked. So is it a mental, like, are you mentally shameful? Mm-hmm. Are you holding that in your mind? Or are you holding that in your physic, like, physical? Are you surrounded yeah. by shame yeah. in the physical reality? So it's just kind of identifying what's happening there and then releasing it and integrating the opposite. Are we integrating innocence? Are we integrating pride? Is it love? Is it ease? Yeah. So, again, everybody is different. I love it. And you're like, you were saying to me too, you're like, my hands tend to get really hot. And it was like, you weren't even touching me. And I could feel the heat coming off yeah. of, the palm of your hand. And I don't realize, I don't, and I don't realize how hot they get. It just kind of tends to be on, you know, what needs to be ignited, right? What are we, what are we burning away? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do we, yeah. and you know, it's interesting. I wrote a really great post about, I don't know if you've been on social media today, but I wrote a really great post about the tower in Notre Dame. Right. Yeah. And, and it was interesting because I pulled the tower card and the strength card for us today. So it's essentially like what, like read it. It's really, it was a really great post. I saw it. Yeah, I did see it. Did you? So it's literally what needs to be burnt away. Like what yeah. illusions are we looking at that don't, that we can't, we, they, they can't exist any longer. Yeah. Right. No, it re- totally resonates with me too at this point in my life and business and everything else. So yeah. yeah. And that's the card you pulled for today. Yeah, yeah, I did. I can't even make this shit up. Okay, so I pulled tower. Uh, That's crazy. Um, sorry, tow, uh, tower. The tower. And then I also pulled strength. Oh, I love it. Again, it's bring in, you know, we, we have to have, it's, you know, the illusions, it's, they need to be burnt away. It's our own disillusion. Yeah. So yeah. strength is essentially bring that strength to self. Yeah. You know, own it and honor it. And yeah, so I pulled, yeah, so there's a lion and she's just kind of going into like that little bit of a zen mode. And, and with the tarot cards, let's talk about those for a minute, because I'm somebody who loves, I do angel cards, and um, I know a lot of the, my followers do them too. I see people pulling cards and posting them on Instagram and stuff. Um, you know, I always find, like, I, it's not even just what the message says in the book. You know, when you pull a card, it's like it, it, the, the act of pulling the card is like your spirits are guiding you to pull the right card for the right message, yep. is that right? And then it's not just what the card, the meaning of the card, but it's also the imagery and what uh, what you see and what it makes you think of, right? Well, you know, it, uh, 100% is interesting <laughs> because of that post. I've been doing tarot for quite some time and I've been using different decks from fairies. And it's what happens with tarot is, or oracle, or cards, we'll say divinational cards, is where you are on your awareness journey, right? Mm-hmm. So 
somebody might feel comfortable with a tarot if they're like getting into the nitty gritty. I don't use tarot a lot unless it's somebody that's you know leaving a marriage or bankrupting their business. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's a little bit where they really need like big, big, deep messages. But that's my comfort level with tarot, right? I just want to get into the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. But if we're doing something on the fly, super quick, um, I tend to go to something or depending again on where the awareness is. Sometimes it's a little bit more of an angelic message that we need. Sometimes it's an oracle card where it's, you're looking more into the imagery. Whereas tarot, it's just, it's the message. Yeah. So I've been working with tarot for about 15 years and I didn't realize that like the tower, like the tower is, ba is basically based on the Notre Dame. So today when I wrote that, I was blown away, right? So yeah. you're looking at something, you're, depending on what perception you're looking at or what lens that day that you're looking at, yeah. you're going to hone in on something different. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I find because I can pull the same card of, like weeks in a yep. card or whatever, but the meaning is something different for me than it was the last time I pulled that same one, yeah. you know, because it, well, it resonates differently. Yeah. And I'm in a different yeah. space or I'm dealing with something yeah. different. But then the message still is, is always, I always find and and I even try like uh, every time I pull a card it always resonates with what I'm asking. And I try, like, I'm like, okay, well, what if I, like, I'm like, okay, well, is it just a coincidence? And I'm like, if I pull this card, I'm like, well, no, cause this card wouldn't make sense at all. Like I could have pulled that card. Like it's like of all the cards in the deck that I could have pulled, you know, some days it's like, you know. And sometimes we, we, we do get floored. It's like, here, I can't, you can't, you yeah. can't deny that. Right. And, and, and the trick to that, or not the trick, sorry, but, what you the best way to ha bullet a card if you're doing that is really going into your head like your your heart center taking yeah. the time to breathe and just kind of take that time of self to like you know squeeze your shoulder blades together round them back and yeah you know have that faith yeah right? and be like i'm ready to do this please spirit what what's the message today that i need to know now and if you're doing it on the fly if you're just like oh i gotta pull a card and pick it It'll resonate, but again, mm -hmm. you're if you're pulling from anxiety, you're gonna get an anxiety read. If you're pulling, you know, so mm -hmm. take the time to it's it's a sacred ritual. Like yeah. we can't we can't forget that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's used as a tool to help you um, not necessarily make decisions so much, but to just sort of guide you on your path. Would you say like it's not yeah. Cause it's like, and I don't ever use them to say like, do I need to do this or this? And then I, because you're never going to get a yes or no answer. You're going to get an answer that I feel like that reflects back at you. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're going to tell you what to do. They're just, well, they just make you think in a different way or. Yeah. And they'll tell they can tell you what to do. Yeah. It just depends again, what, what direction are we going in? Yeah. Like, you know, what are you using them for? So if you're just introductory again, I come from the mindset of slow and steady, you know, the mm -hmm. turtle and the hair. Yeah. The turtle wins, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, until you get comfortable with the read, the pull, how you're feeling when you're utilizing them, and then you can use, a, use them for serious questions, right? Yeah. So, you know, do I stay or do I go? Yeah. And for those of you guys who are listening to this who maybe don't own a deck of cards, oracle cards, angel cards, uh, whatever you want to call them, this is now, this is what I was told, and Lisa, you can tell me if this is true or not. When you're picking out your deck, um, if you want to deck, like, you know, and in Canada, they have them at Indigo. There's a section at Indigo, or you can go to the Alchemy Boutique in London or any kind of a store that would sell those things that you're supposed to look at the decks and the one that's like, you're drawn to the most is the one that you're supposed to get. Always. 
Always. Okay. Cause that's how I pick my cards. <laughs> I'm always like, if I'm drawn to it for whatever reason, the colors, the, the, the artwork, the something. And, some, and sometimes you'll, you know, you'll have them all lined up and sometimes one just falls off. Right. Or I've had people come into the boutique and they're like, Ooh, that, what's yeah. that? Yeah. And they're not even, you know, and, and it could just, they might even just be looking at the side of the box. Yeah. You know, and they're like, I, you know, and it's just never, and then if they start fluctuating between back and forth, I'm like, I always go with your initial. Yeah. Go always with, go with yeah. your, I always go with that initial. And then, and that's, that, that goes for everything, whether or not it's a crystal. Yes. A purse. Yeah. Right? If you're drawn to, you know, you're, you're going shopping for a new purse, for example, and you're drawn to orange ones or purple ones or red ones. That all has a meaning of some sort, right? It's, you know, we've got seven chakras, so we're guided towards the color that we need. I haven't worn this red thing in forever, but yeah. I need grounded today. We're doing some sacral processing together today. Like I needed that extra skip of what yeah. red means, right? Whether yeah. that's a feminine or the passion or the career chat that we'll have, you know? Um, so kind of hone on which direction you're going, you know? Like if you... You know, you're painting a room color and you wanted, you know, yellow. Is that part of that power for yourself, right? It's time to, to ignite that power within, right? Because power of the sun, it's yellow, right? So that's yeah. that divinity, that sort of idea. I love that. And that's the same with crystals, right? Like when you go to pick crystals, it's what you're yep. drawn to, not necessarily like, I know there's the books that have all the meanings and all the things, but I can look at a whole stack of crystals and I, there's ones that I'm really drawn to. And then there's others, not so much. Right. And it's always, whenever I pick one and then I read the meaning in the book, I'm always like, ah, oh, no wonder I was drawn to this. Cause it's totally. exactly what I need. And you can, and even, you know, like if you, I have, I've had people that, you know, they'll come in and they're like, what am I supposed to do with all these crystals? Like, put them in a dish. Yeah. Put them in a dish. You know, like, close your eyes. What do I need today? What is, what do I need today? And then you're like, yeah, I need that. Or people come in. I had a really cool story about a little girl that came in. She was five. And she wanted to go see Miss Lisa at the crystal shop. Miss Lisa, yeah. Miss Lisa, Miss Lisa. And, and her mom was like, we're not going to go in the crystal shop. I don't have time. Right? Like, <laughs> and then she was really apparent that the it was time to go see Miss Lisa at the crystal shop. And a little girl came in and you know how you have them all like kind of hanging yeah. all over. And so the mom would have to like pick her up. And, and ironically, I wasn't there that day. Mm. And so the little girl, she was drawn towards malachite and malachite is, is basically like rose quartz, but like mm -hmm. on steroids. Okay. So it's used for like high healing. If your heart hurts, if there's lots of illnesses, malachite is super, super healing. Okay. And um, so the little girl went home and she was like, Daddy, I know your heart hurts. This is for you. And then it turned out that the dad, like there was a, you know, there's something going on there that was unfolding. Uh, the little girl who's four was like, we need to go see Miss Lisa. And, it, you know, just unfolded for the dad. Intuition. Right? Like her intuition was like, I need to go there and get this for dad. And never vocalized what she was doing. She just wanted to go see Miss Lisa at the crystal shop. She had an intention in her mind. She didn't yeah. try that. That's so that's kind of how that works, right? So kind of be mindful of, you know, you, what, are you, what are you grabbing? Why are you grabbing it? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the purpose behind it? Because everything is in intention. Mm -hmm. And when we bring it into that awareness, that's when the magic happens. I love that. Now, how does somebody know that they need to come and see you? Like, how would somebody know that they were ready to come and get some sort of healing, um, you know, session with you? Like, what, what kind of signs or symptoms would they be so, 
Well, you can answer that. <laughs> right? So, uh, so different ways, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if there's no, synch- there's no, like everything is synchronized. It's a divine plan, right? From mm-hmm. above. Mm-hmm. So when someone is, you know, if you're feeling spun, right? If you're spinning and you're spinning and you're spinning and, and Western medicine, right? So mm-hmm. as soon as that, you know, you're feeling in that fear and you're in that anxiety, that's when someone needs to come in, right? When they're, yeah. you're realizing that, wait a second, I am creating my own reality. What am I seeing in this mirror? Mm-hmm. Why am I seeing chaos? Why am I seeing judgment? Why am I seeing, you know, why are they doubting me? Well, why are you doubting yourself? Once you kind of can have that inner dialogue, that's when someone comes to see you. Mm. I just love that. Yeah. That whole mirror analogy, like, you know, if you're seeing judgment, if you're seeing like, that's the mirror being held up to yourself, right? Like if you're feeling doubtful about somebody doing something or whatever, then you must be feeling doubtful about yourself. uh, Always, always. And it's hard it's a really, it, it's difficult to do. Yes. And it's a constant, it, that's part of evolution. So I, again, that phone call on Sunday, right? I yeah. was seeing my, I was seeing my extreme abundant self of love, right? And then I was seeing my, also my lack. And I, I can identify where that is. So yeah. how do I, how do I do that? So when somebody can honor part of that, even if they don't even understand that, but they can, they know, or they have an understanding of, I create my reality. I am the driver's seat spirit. That's mm-hmm. when they book a session. Mm-hmm. If it's like blame, 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 if there's no point. Yeah. I don't, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people say, you know, what do you do? Or what, what, what does a session entail? I, some, I oftentimes don't even respond because if you're asking, yeah, you're not ready. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cause I mean, I reached out to you before I actually came in, I reached out to you like a few months before and I wanted to come in and I, and like, I, I just couldn't make it work. And I just feel like, and you even said to me when I finally booked or whatever, you were like, it's because now's the right time or something like that. And it was just like, it wasn't the right time before, you know, and I maybe wasn't open to receiving what I needed at that time, which is why it didn't work out. And it's, and it's interesting that you even say that because we, ha- it, as women, it's hard for us to receive. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're used to giving and giving and giving, mm-hmm. and it really is hard to receive. Yeah, right? it and is. That's when it's, yeah, it's time to do that. And that's kind of where I come into play, mm-hmm. right? So for yourself, like when, like what was the trigger? Was it a post? Was mm-hmm. it the messaging? Was it, you know, was it that you'd have to, right? So everything yeah. is a little different. I know your, your Facebook, you do a really awesome job on your Facebook. You give so much value on there and your Facebook is at nine of water. Or is there underscores in that for your Facebook? So, uh, nine. Oh, um, on Facebook, it's just nine of water, but on Instagram, it's at nine underscore of underscore water. water. Yeah. Uh, and I'll put those links in the show notes so people can find and nine is N I N E. Yes, nine of water. And on, but on your Facebook page, you do give so much great value. Like not only are you posting about, you know, the phases of the moon and the eclipses and what they mean and all the detail, but then you do these amazing tarot card readings where every time I've, you put the three cards face down and every time I pick one, you know, A, B or C, and I'm always like C or B or whatever I pick. And then when I go back to see the answers, it's always bang on. And I think I type that every time in the comments. Of course, it's bang on. 
And, and sometimes I do, you know, if, and I tend to go with what I'm feeling too. Sometimes it's, if there's something going on that's bigger astrology wise, I'll, you know, or if I feel, you know, like, mm. you know, if people need more direction, I'll do five cards, but it's interesting. So what I do with those is I create that space. I take the picture. So you see the backside. Yeah. And then I flip them over. I take the picture. So you see the front side and then I put the post and I don't even look at the cards. So when I'm writing them, that's essentially when I'm seeing them because I yeah. take a photo and I, they don't even register what I'm doing. I just kind of on the fly, you do it. Yeah. And so myself, like this last one, I was like, man, you know, I'm, I'm so blown away. And what's really interesting yeah. about that is if you're picking A or say you pick B, do look at A and C. If you're yeah. picking C, do look at B a little bit because the energy is, it'll be intertwined. Yeah, the intertwined. But I do find though when I read, because I do usually read all three just to see like, well, could A have been just as equally as powerful? And and when I, you know, trying to test it out. And it never is. It's never as powerful as the one that I picked, you yeah. know, as far as the messaging is concerned, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, I and love I, it. You know, I, and it was interesting because I did, I, I'm going to start doing a little bit more live videos too. Like, yes. It's, there, you know, social media, we do have a love-hate relationship. I think that all of us as entrepreneurs. Yep. Um, so every time that I'm on there, it, it is intentional. I don't do any, I don't register them or I don't plan them ahead. It's just like, oh, I'm feeling today. inspired. Yeah, that's kind of where I tend to go. So some days I'm like super inspired. Some days, you know, where I'm lugging kids around, right? So yeah. not so inspired. So I tend to... Um, you know, we do have a love-hate relationship with it because it does take a lot of work, but it's so necessary. It does, but you know, the thing, the beauty of social media and doing the live videos and, and being able to show up in that space is I think, and I know that showing up in all the different ways, you know, showing up with the kids in the hustle and showing that part of your life, but also showing up where everything's curated and perfect and your lights on and the background's good. Yeah. And, you know, people need to see all of it because that's what makes you real. Right. And everybody's like, yeah. oh my gosh, she's so real. I totally relate to her. Look at her. She's, you know, talking about the moon phases while she's at the grocery store with her kids, you know, talking about how important it is to make sure, you know what I mean? Like totally. they yeah. need to see all of that. And I think that's, that's part of the, beauty of what makes that work is showing the real sides of your life and i and i find even like i did a little a post the other day on um on menstrual cycles mm. right because we are governed by the moon and it's like wait a second it, it does shift based on what's happening within us you know so mm. and even mine just shifted again it's like yeah i'm you know i'm destroying a bunch of stuff so now i'm fully menstruating you know i want to say five days early because i'm waxing you know so it's kind yeah. of interesting on how that with yeah. the moon cycles and that's a whole I mean we only have a few minutes left but that's a whole that's other, a yeah like the whole <laughs> I'm just starting to learn uh about the moon phases and I have these the iLuna app and like all the different things and I get these notifications it says moon is in Gemini and it's waxing or it's waning and so I'm yeah. trying to like read all the descriptions to feel like what am I supposed to be doing right now or yeah. what should I be observing or you know Totally. What's what's the best time moon phase wise to um, take on like maybe a new endeavor or to, to do the thing that's, you know, is it when the moon is? So um, new moons, new moons. Right? So new moons, if you think about it from, I did a, uh, a workshop on this. It's actually kind of cool because if you think of it as a plant, right? Mm -hmm. We are our own plant, right? Mm -hmm. So the seed, the new moon tends to be the seed going into the dirt. Mm-hmm. 
So it tends to be blooming, right? Mm -hmm. Where do we need to go into the darkness? What intentions do we need to set? What abundance checks do we need to write? What do we, you know, where do we need to go inward so that we can essentially pull that bow and arrow back to propel ourselves forward? And so new moons are the best for new endeavors. Mm, okay. Um, and, but full moons as well, you know, it's harvest. It's, it's the reason why we're, we tend to be a little bit more chaotic during a full moon is because the moon is fully illuminated. Mm hmm so it's super bright. So if you think about it, it's, it's honing in on our emotions. Mm. So it's like, it's like looking at all the stuff that we've got. So let's celebrate them. Let's harvest it. Let's, mm. you know, release, you know, what, what do we need to release essentially, right? Because that's essentially what happens during a full moon. So that's mm -hmm. why it's always a little bit more, uh, right. we fluctuate a little bit more. And that's why, you know, if, you know, um, you'll hear more sirens, right? You'll hear more, the hospitals are always busier. You know, there's more toothaches because again, everything is emotionally rooted. Mm -hmm. Emotional beings, right? So let's honor that. It's not, it's not to our dis demise for sure, right? It's to elevate us. So that's kind of what a full moon does because the light is fully illuminating, illuminated on us. Mm. I so love if you're that. launching something, new moon is always the best. But again, I tend to go a little bit deeper and see what's, what's happening with your journey. Yeah, where you you know, like what, and then that's kind of I give it a gauge. But a rule of thumb, new moon, new moon, and then uh, with the full moon, like I usually do some sort of like a mini ritual. I I'm not um I I probably I don't know if I'm doing this right or wrong, but um I tend to write a list of things that I'm letting go of. Like it's like okay, I'm done with these things, and I don't want to like they're I'm done, and I will write them all out rip up the paper, burn it in my sink. And like, I do that kind of a ritual on a full moon. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I doing it right? Well, it's not right or wrong, right? But yeah, <laughs> totally for where you're at. And then once we get you down that awareness journey, we're going to do that on a dark moon because then there's no light in the sky. So let's get rid of all the darkness. Get rid of all the darkness on the dark moon. Okay. So that's two days before a new moon. But okay. as you're celebrating, like don't forget as you're writing out that, you know, those intentions that you're writing out, don't forget to put gratitude on that, mm. right? Because, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's room there for always for improvement, right? Mm. But, you know, the dark is light, you know, like we need the darkness to experience that light, right? And, and we want to do bring some forgiveness and bring some gratitude and some of that stuff that you're like, get this out of here. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You served a purpose. It's time to evolve. So I'm don't forget the gratitude when you're doing that. Do the gratitude. Yes, as well. Always gratitude. Um, I love it. Now, Lisa, how can people, so I know because you have the shop in London, Ontario. Yep. If you're in London, Ontario and you're listening to this, you need to go check out her shop. It's the most beautiful space. Like I just want to sit in there all day. <laughs> can I just my, my laptop and work in there? We can. We can work something out. It's got such great energy. Yeah, um, we can do that. But you also do sessions with um, clients online as well, correct? Yep. Yep. So tell us a little bit about how that works. So how that works is there's some distance work. So it would be the same sort of thing. You can come on Skype or Zoom or a little FaceTime chat or a quick phone call just to mm -hmm. kind of see what's happening. Mm -hmm. I don't need a lot of information. I don't need to know the tit for tat per se. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, what's happening again within your body. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of tap into what's happening. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a, a short little chat. And then I just kind of go into a meditative state afterwards. I'll let you know, hey, I'm working on you at 10 a.m., yeah. So you can just, you know, do something light, nothing too physical, just yeah. a little bit more in a meditative state or a nice bath or just read a book or a little walk or something. 
Yeah. And then I'll let you know when I'm done. And then I usually just draw up a little, what conclusions or what was channeled through and I'll send that through and then I'll, you know, have some suggestions. Yeah. Where there can be a little bit of shifting. Okay. And then we'll have a little bit of a dialogue as to what did come through. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and kind of go from there. So you go into a meditative state and then the other person would just be doing something very light and easy yeah. resting just kind of while you're doing that. And then yeah. you, and then, uh, yeah. And then I usually tell them to, you know, honor what's coming up. Right. Some people all of a sudden have like this like wave of emotion. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and just know that I'm kind of coming in or spirits coming in and, Mm -hmm. having that connection with them, right? So, you know, if their shoulder starts aching or they're hearing, like, ringing in their ears or something, mm -hmm. just to kind of monitor that a little bit. And then we usually have a, a dialogue to have a chat about what is, you know, what was happening there for you and what was happening there for me. Okay. And, and then, then you come together with sort of the results and the... Yeah. I love that. I love that. And so where can people book those with you if they want to have... Yeah, just send me a message through Instagram or they can, um, on my website... Yeah, yeah, or yeah, contact line. I love yeah. it. And if you are in the local area, um, the session that I had was incredible. And that was, we chatted for like a good half an hour, kind of did that sort of back and forth of what's going on and, you know, different, you pulled some cards for me and um, we just talked about some of the stuff that was coming up, which was great. And then I had the Reiki session, which just was like the grounding piece for me. And it felt, uh, it felt so good. And what I love is like, you know, even when I said to you, I'm like, when should I come back? And, you know, you could have said, you need to come back in two weeks weeks, you know, or whatever, but you were like, you just need to come back when you feel like it's time, like when you're ready, you know? Yeah. And I, and I tend to do that because again, we're at a different level, right? Again, yeah. we're, we're elevating. I'm not, I'm not a crutch for you or I'm no. not a crutch for anybody. Right. So it's yeah. time to do a little bit of the work and whenever people are craving it or you'll, you'll leave feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then over the next few days that kind of unfolds a little bit too. And then you're, you know, you're feeling a certain way. So when, once you get away from that love and you're back in the circle of fear, that's when you want to book a session. I love it. I love it. Right. And did you say you pulled a card for the session or did we already look at those, the strength card and the Yeah, yeah I pulled the strength and the tower. Uh, and the uh, and did the you want to read what those, what, it, what they mean? So we, our listeners. Well, I can, yeah, I can, I can read it. I These specific know, cards were pulled for this podcast session today. Yeah, it was for Our us messages. and whoever's listening and who comes, who comes on. I love this. So let's talk, let's, let's share that. So initially I had pulled tower. So do you want to see okay. it? Again? Yep. There it is. So um, the tower is all about um, transformation, upheaval, ripping off the bandaid. Right. We're looking, what we're looking at, you know, we're, um, so there's a little bit of liberation because the, the tower is essentially on fire. So there's people jumping out of the tower. Okay. And then there's like lightning strike, right? Or, or yeah. fire per se. Um, and then you're kind of going into that, into those, those emotional, into that emotional, that's essentially what's dictated on this particular card. Okay. So, um, it's really cool cause these, this deck has questions. So how can this shadow be a catalyst for expansion mm. and how have I transformed the texo the toxicity in my life? Right. So if you think about it, we're in fear, we're seeing fear for a reason. Right? How can we shift that fear into something that's liberating or graceful? Right? Mm. We want to feel our way through that. And that's yes. essentially what the tower card is all about, right? So it's, you know, it's, you know, you'll see it, it's kind of got a, in the tarot world, it's got a little bit of a bad rap for some yeah. because there is devastation. But 
through devastation we rise. I love that. So that's t- that's the the tower, and then strength tends to be going into your heart center, right? Knowing that you've got the strength to shift in whatever direction you want to go in. Mm-hmm. I resonate with that photo. It's got the lion on it. I know, right? And the and the and the the, the power of the sun behind. Yeah. I'm a Leo, so I can resonate. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm just, it, this card does have great questions. So how can I connect with my unique strength? Mm. And how, am I ready to face my fears and trust myself? Mm-hmm. And as we, even just the chat that we started before, right? You hit record. Yeah. Yeah, those two cards resonate 100% with where I'm at right now in my life, my journey, my business. And you know, it's it's interesting because it's all about inner. It all is inner strength. Mm -hmm. We you you've got the strength to do this. You've got the power to do this. Mm -hmm. We all. It's interesting because we we all have a a connection to source, Mm -hmm. right? And we can have a connection to like a Wi-Fi of some sort. You know, whether that's like CNN News or. Mm -hmm. Box, whatever, right? Yeah. But we have a connection to spirit. So if that connection is staticky, mm-hmm. we have to tweak something, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to be, if you're confused or if you're in chaos, it's time to realign that connection. You know, if we've got static or you know, if we're listening to a radio station, there's a little bit of static coming through. We adjust it to get it to fine tune it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what the strength card is all about. Mm. That makes so much sense. And so um, it's funny because that's, that's what I do essentially is help women sort of have the courage to take action on their ideas for a business. And then I give them the, you know, the know-how and the things to be able to build it and put themselves out there in confidence. But I also have to do the same for myself. You know? And this is all, you know, this, and as we touch on that, we have to teach what we need to know. Yes. Yes, yeah, 100%. Teach what we need to know. So the strength tends to be like, as you want to give women, for me, I'm holding space for women to be heard mm-hmm. and not so much coddled. I'm not coddling, I'm embracing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, giving you the strength to be able to say, wait a second, put that oxygen mask on yourself first. Mm-hmm. As I say that to you, I'm reminded of that for me. Yourself. Right? Yeah. And then you'll you'll realize that or you'll you'll see that, you know, who comes through your, who, your path, where you can teach and where you need to learn, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, it's a two-way street. We give and we re- receive in the same mm-hmm. sort of method. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's yeah. so cool. I maybe and, you- and strength is about, sorry, how we tend to communicate with the world around us, right? So it tends to have that in a strength for compassion, mm-hmm. right? And again, no judgment, no, no judgment for anyone or for ourselves, most importantly, because yeah. if we're judging ourselves, we're judging others, right? Others, yeah. That's where that comes from. Oh, that's so good. That was so good. Yeah. That was so, I have to, I need to go back and re-listen to this episode myself and take notes. Yeah, no, don't be so sorry. good. And I need to come back and see you again. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Lisa. So again, just where, where can everybody find you? So your website is? At nineofwater.com. Okay. And then your Instagram is at? Nine underscore of underscore water and it's nine n i n e 
Yeah. And then same with Facebook, Facebook. it's just nine of water and I am yeah. Okay. And I will put all of those in the show notes, but if those of you guys who are listening and want to get right to Lisa's stuff, um, go ahead and check her out, give her a follow, send her a message. If you love this episode, please screenshot this on your iPhone or your cell phone, um, put it in your Insta stories and please yeah. type both. Thank you. So we can give you some love and send you some positive energy. And, um, just it, that's, I love when people share because it's helping other people find these messages yeah. and it literally can help shape somebody's life. So it's, um, it's the best way to give back. So Lisa, thank, thank you, you. So thank you much for being of service as well. Thank you for having me on. I so love good. it. I love yeah. it. I love it. See what I mean? We were, cause you were nervous before. I'm like, Oh, we just have girl oh, talk. We just get on this for two hours. I know. That's what I always say. I'm like, we could literally I like look at the clock. I'm like, okay, we got to wrap this up. Cause we're going to literally sit here and talk yeah. for another hour. Um, but thank you so much, you guys. Please go check out Lisa. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge and your wisdom and your light and your love. And I, I just appreciate you thank so you. much. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. I hope you got such great value from it. But before I go, I want to ask you, have you ever wanted to start your own online business, build your brand, help others with what you've experienced, but haven't the first clue on even where to begin? You're tired of putting this idea off year after year out of fear? Girl, I have something that can totally help you. I invite you to head over to shanarecker.com and pick up my six steps to building your online dream hustle, a free PDF that gives you step-by-step advice on how to build your dream business online. Go head over to shanarecker.com and download it today. That's it for now, girlfriends. Until next time.